This is a HeadGum Podcast. When I have a demon in my life, or maybe just a small gripe, something doesn't seem right until I confront them and they make nice. The world is full of snakes and whores. Get through the grim that's in the world. Confronting demons with Megan. Confronting demons. Confronting demons with Megan Stalter. Or or Meg Stalter. Sometimes I go by Meg. Hello. Before I start the podcast, I'm going to be singing a song. And guess what? I'm never going to not be singing before the podcast because everybody likes when I sing. And even though I'm a plus size model now, that doesn't mean I'm not going to be singing for you. This is a song that I wrote last night after my husband gave me my first orgasm. And by the way, yeah, he still hasn't come home, but he gave it to me while we were having phone sex. Nick, close your ears. Here I go. Oh, got to pull up the music. Sorry. And this is a pop song, by the way. Nick, don't sing during this. I had my first orgasm last night. Last night. I'm just waiting for the beat to drop so I can start singing. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It's coming. It's coming. Here, it's going to come any second now. It's really going to. And I'm, and then the lyrics start. This I don't know if this is from okay. And now we're starting. Ready? <clears throat> two, two, five, six, seven, eight. Little naughty. Nope, that's too early. Oh, and it's. <laughs> this is. I don't think Emma. This is not the track I asked for, Emma. Little naughty girl. And it's still not dropping. Okay. I would rather at this point do it without music. Okay. Little naughty, what you gonna do? Little naughty, see me through. What you say to me in the streets, better translate in the sheets. Don't beckon me if you're just tame. Don't beck. Cut that part out, Emma. I was laughing. Somebody was tickling me. Beckon me if you're just tame. I want to hear you scream my name. Little naughty, it's not very nice. If you're dirty, it takes a price. They call me naughty for what I do. I've been with three or maybe two. Sex, it's simple. I don't even use condoms. You and me, doggy style, reverse cowgirl. There's nothing I won't ride. Big or small or maybe medium. I'm a size queen and I don't care what you say. Stare. Do you? Oh, sorry. I lost my place. What? Yeah, you can stare, everybody. And this is a talking part. Hear me roar. I'm a sex girl. Let's go to the store. I orgasmed for the first time last night And I thought that you will be taking all right I'm a kinky girl There's no denying it Okay, that's enough Wow um, you know, That was a different kind of a song than I thought you might be Nick, singing Nick, Nick. But 
That's hey. okay because hey, 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 girl, it's Megan here, Stalter, mm-hmm. talking from Confronting Demons with, and this is where the podcast called Confronting Demons with Megan Stalter, a podcast where I confront somebody that's betrayed me, the dirty ass nasty cowboys in town. Come in and sit down for an honest and open conversation for today. We're taking a break. Thank God. Thank God we're taking a break from being so negative, calling people in, confronting them. Mm. We're taking a break because today I'm keeping my cool for once. It was a doctor ordered, by the way. And I'm, of course, joined alongside of my amazing brother that I love. God, he's so funny and nice. Hi, Nick Stalter. Hey, Nick. That's a coincidence. You know, I'm actually really happy to be here today. And usually, usually when you get ready to sing your songs, I think we probably shouldn't do the song because I'm not sure just because of what people say. And I don't, I think we should give people what they want, not what, what they don't want. What are people saying to you? Because I'm getting messages like, I love the song. The song is awesome, girlfriend. You should okay. sing more. So what are you kind of messages are you getting? What kind of messages am I getting? If you're, if I, well, you're saying they're different than mine, because I'm getting, oh my definitely god, different. I loved you mm. singing. That was great. So, what kind of message are mm. you getting? Because I'm getting those kinds of messages. So, what are you getting? Mm. Mine are just more like uh, that. They they just say like if they want to listen to songs, they might be listening to the top hits. People are sending not. that to you. Mm-hmm. You know that um, people are also. Somebody sent Nick a picture of his own lips the other day, and he didn't recognize mm-hmm. them. Yeah, someone yeah, had that was... s- screenshot. A up close you picture know, of his own lips, and he he said, mm-hmm. "I don't know who that is." I said, "Those I've are your thinking, lips." I've been thinking lately. I've been thinking lately that someone has been looking at me a lot of the time because mm-hmm. um, that looks like it was a picture from in the shower. I was thinking I did when I bought that bottle of shampoo that I did yeah. get. I was thinking it looked a little bit different. Usually, the the I use an Axe body wash, and usually the Axe out. body wash. I threw that out though. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. woman that has the camera. In, I hope to. I hope to God you threw it out. <laughs> no, I, I threw hope out to God all you threw soap. it out. All your well, that's okay. That I'm actually I'm I've been throwing a lot of things away, and I'm I feel like we're both in a cleansing point, and I, I'm ready to be motivated and, I, and to be away. cleansed. Kidding. Wish I could hey, throw you away. On. I'm kidding. Hey. Can you take brothers both... back? Did I get a, that... a receipt with him? You know. Yeah. Different. I I was thinking we'd be more motivational. We went to that. Remember, we went to that um, Tony Danza mm-hmm. motivational conference. Mm-hmm. Oh dream my god! It, live yes. It, dream yes. it. Live it. Do it. Live it, do it. Tony Danza's Dream It, Live It, Do It. What was it called? Live It, Do It? Dream It, Live It, Do It. Dream It, Live It, Do It. Well, that actually brings me to who we have on today. I'm really Mm -hmm. excited because this is an uplifting podcast today. I'm not confronting anyone except for myself. Um, Sorry for doing an Austin Powers voice. Okay, so today we actually have a motivational speaker and the youth pastor of Shout It Out with, with a Mission Youth Church. Okay, that's a mouthful. Eric Rahill. Hey everyone! Yay, hey, hey Meg! Hey Nick! Hey dude! What's How's it up? going? <laughs> We're really excited to have you on today mm-hmm. because you know you've done so many cool things, and you know I think you're a cool dude. I've been saying we needed a lot more God in here. Thanks so a much. A lot more God in the pod. Yeah, I'm. I'm like really. Excited. I haven't like been on a yeah. call or like a podcast with anyone in a minute, so I'm excited for what mm-hmm. we might you get into excited. today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're awesome. Thank I just you. have seen a lot of your videos. I mean, I, I have a lot of questions for you, but sure. we just want you to in general. You're just such an uplifting person. We want that to rub off on us, especially Nick. You know, um, God, you're such a chipper guy. 
Yes. Um, so where does some of that, just to dive in, like where does some mm. of that upbeat attitude come from? I'm sorry, I'm a little bit nervous, you know, because during the pandemic, uh, the, I, I, I don't know if you know what's going on. I've only heard a little bit, but we're in the uncertain times. We're in the COVID season, mm. you know, people need to be uplifted, which is why we begged you to come yeah. on and here you are. <laughs> I can't, I can't tell you how much I need a little bit of motivation. The other day I actually woke up. I thought I had slept for seven or eight hours. Mm. I slept for four days. Mm. I didn't wake I up for four days. I thought he was dead. Days. I called the hospital. For four yeah. days? She called the hospital. Yeah. Were you ill? I slept for a full four days. No, I don't. I, I think, you know what I think I was ill with? What? I think I was, la- I, I think mm. I was ill with lack of vitamin. Um, I would think I was ill with lack mm. of vitamin M. And that M stands for motivation. motivation. Wow. I, was, I had the lack of vitamin motivation. It's okay. interesting because, you know, I think both of you know me from my online persona as probably one of the mm-hmm. happiest guys on planet Earth and one of the best guys you could imagine. And what's interesting to me is that these past about six months for me have been hell on Earth and I've been trying to get my what they call my mojo back. And it oh, I have to be honest, it's not happening at, like I thought it would. And okay. I, I haven't been able to talk myself mm. out of some of this stuff, but um, I'm still okay. trying to help people as much as I can. When mm-hmm. I can do it, but it, yeah, I'll be honest with you, it's not been easy for me. But you still continue to put out so many videos. I on do, your but YouTube it takes channel. Me, it takes me hours and hours to try to work up to get back to that version of myself really? because I, I'm just wanting to be lately. honest with you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was noticing that they were they did seem to be shorter lately. Yes. You used to put out. You used to put out of. You used to do like a daily vlog. Yes, and I that did. would be about. That would be like three hours long every yeah, single day. I loved yeah, those. Oh my god, daily vlogs have gotten really short. They've and gotten like probably a minute long. Real short. And let me tell you, yeah, many celebrities have privately reached out to me, tell me how much I've helped them out. Who? Mm. Who did that? Who's, oh, you, you know um, Adam Carolla and Jimmy I Kimmel. Think I've Both heard of them kind of yeah. hit me up okay. separately, and, and just, just kind of said they loved the yes. video. Yeah, they did. And that wow. was like two of my biggest heroes. And um, that was awesome. But that was before all this happened, really. It's weird because it seems like the videos are kind of aimed towards sort of the Christian youth. and But they're watching them, too. They are. Mm-hmm. They are. But yeah. I'd like to reach every type of youth on the planet if I could. Atheist. Wow. Would, would you call Adam Crowley a youth? Or did Adam is an older man at this point. But he has such mm-hmm. a spirit in him that is... Probably mm-hmm. in my mind, eighteen years old, maybe twenty. Mm. I see. I saw that you were kind of limping towards the camera. Did you have some sort of accident? Because I, you know, you're so you're so known for that signature jump up in the air, like yes. high five that you give yes. yourself, and I didn't see you do that. Yeah. Um, and you kind of were limping towards the camera. Did something bad happen to you? Maybe a shark bite, or maybe you were yeah. rock climbing, or. Well, I haven't wanted to talk about this until now, but since you're asking okay. me. Um, straight up, I'll just answer it. Basically, long story short is the first day of quarantine, I decided I was going to change my life and get the body I've always wanted. And so I began jogging outside of my apartment in Queens. And basically within one block, I tripped over what I now know is a chicken carcass, oh, like a rotisserie oh, chicken. God, and really? I ended up shattering mm-hmm. one of my ankles. And as I tried to get up, I sh- ended up shattering the second one. So I've been nearly immobile for the whole time. And trust me, I've been trying to get up and walk around and mm-hmm. trying to make my way around the apartment. But it hasn't been easy. You shattered both ankles right on the spot. Yes, I did. And the doctor just so saying. how did saying, someone come get you from that? Basically, they didn't. And I basically made my way home. If you can imagine that, I won't describe it because it's too 
said to think about for a lot did of people. Did you army crawl mm-hmm. your way back? I did. That image is is making me panicked about ever moving yes. again. And the streets, you had to army mm-hmm. crawl in the streets of Queens. Yes, in the streets of Queens, and it was gar- it was just about to be bar- garbage day, so you can imagine what I was crawling over. Did yeah. you think that furthered the injury? Maybe you hurt it your did. arms. At least to my ego, yes, hugely. I saw oh, there was, God. and children were just getting out of school. It was right before they shut the schools down. So there was a basically a bus full of children laughing at me and saying, Did they call you, you the like, crawling you like guy? Shit. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. They were they throwing could be rocks so at awful. me. Oh, my it God. Is this TikTok? What's oh, that? Ahead. Is that TikTok generation? <laughs> so I don't want to tell you this, but there's this TikTok uh, sort of trend about the crawling guy. And I didn't know that was you. Mm-hmm. What? Do sort of there's crawl? like they're army crawling to the really? you know some Nicki Minaj song and and I'm online. Doing, you're on, they showed I, me I, in this and sort of like form. when the when the song drops, everybody throws garbage at them. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then yeah, that's okay. Definitely. Am I okay? Yeah. Um, no. You're shaking a bit. I am shaking a little bit. I, I haven't cried since this happened because I haven't let myself. But oh god, I'm I'm feeling it kind of come up in my body that I want to do that for you guys. But yeah, basically, cry it's just it? been. What's that? You want to? You said you want to. You feel like you want to cry for us? I wish I could. There's something mm-hmm. blocking me. I don't know what it is, but I wish I could do it oh, for you God. guys. I wish I could do it for mm-hmm. me. There might but, be a release uh, at some point in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, Maybe I think. I think a well, big part of the the issue that you had there with that accident was you weren't following rule number one of Tony Danza's "Dream It, Live It, Do It," and that's visualization. Mm-hmm. You don't actually have to do it; you visualize it. Just visual. So you and think if you he visualize it out. enough, you get what you want. So you didn't have to get up and do it. I've literally you visualized. I've never heard that in my life, and now I'm wishing I could go back and tell myself that before I ran over the piece of trash in the street. Yeah. Why didn't but, you just stay uh, where you were and chicken. call for help? You know, because um, why didn't you I'd, feel like you had to crawl? I like to run really light. I like to run with almost nothing on my body, and I buzz to get back in the apartment. And basically, all around me is. Um, just nobody comes out. You know, everybody was inside. It's quarantine. The yes. virus is sleeping in the world, so nobody wanted to go outside. And these children, let me tell you, were not going to get out and carry my 100, and, you know, whatever, 90-pound body out up to my apartment five stories up, mm-hmm. penthouse. Now, I bet I, what I would say is they probably could. I've seen those kids. In, I've seen the children of the children who mm-hmm. live in Queens. Those are some of the biggest kids I've ever seen in my life. They're huge. Those, they're huge. They're strong, strong yeah. as hell. Oh, let me tell you. I've seen, them, I've seen them lift the back end of a school bus. That might have been, yeah, well, not these kids because these kids look like shit. They were probably 40 pounds. They just look awful. There's no way they could have carried me up. I wouldn't have want them to touch me after what they said to me. And I was screaming, crying. I blacked out. I did, I'll tell you what. I went out for the run at 9 a.m. I came back. I got back and found myself in the shower with my bones coming out of my legs. 1 a.m. the next morning. So you're saying you didn't crawl to, your, to the hospital. You actually crawled right to the shower. You know, my trust in doctors over the years, I have many reasons why I feel this way, has basically dwindled down to zero. So I didn't want somebody touching me and trying to figure it out. I knew that I could figure it out myself. Are you telling me you have not still been to the hospital? There's bones sticking out of your leg. Not no bones anymore. Right now, they're basically just scabs that won't really heal. But Mm -hmm. I have been able to been been able to walk around a little bit and I've been on calls wow. with some of my friends that are physical therapists and they say I'm doing the right thing. So Really? Yes. Multiple people have said that. M- yeah, many people have yeah, exactly. Okay. Um so 
Okay, well, moving on. So you started your own youth church called Shout It Out with a Mission Youth. That, and yes, I'm curious right. as to, number one, where, where that came from, especially the name, because it's such a big name. And number two, why just the youth? Why do you can, feel that can calling? You, can you, you say know? the name one more time for me? Because I just haven't heard someone say it in so long. Oh, yeah. You, the youth... <laughs> Youth Church shouted out with a mission youth. So you say youth twice, you know? Yes, um, I did. Well, so I just, me, I'm just wondering, that, you know, it's so yeah. cool to me that you're doing that. I, um, you know, as a kid, I was, I was talking really early at about two years old. And maybe even younger, my mom says. And I would be talking all the time. Your mom says you talked younger than two. And they couldn't believe it. And I was talking nonstop. I was just saying I was, I was brilliant. And everybody loved me for it. Yeah, but eventually people got a little annoyed with it and they told me that a lot of adults in my family told me, just shut up, shut up now, be quiet, we're sick of you. And um, I was just doing You're nothing, you're garbage. I mean- I wish you could pull your mouth off and put it in a jar. You are transporting me back to Linwood, Washington right now in about 1994. Oh, because that's exactly- Snap out of it, you know. Yes, sorry, but that's what it was like, right? And they started telling me to shut up. So I didn't, I was basically silent from age four to age 17, senior high school. So you actually talked so much and then not at all for years for most of your life. That's right. But they, people knew me as a mm. writer and as a piano player. And I was able to communicate by words on the, on my, in my journals and the songs I would write on the piano. And one day, my senior year graduation, I was valedictorian. And I'm sitting at the piano, and I Nick, you've I, always wanted to be that exactly. And I'm valedictorian, kind of motion for a microphone, and they looked at me like, "What do you want that for? You haven't talked in a lot of years. You can't see it on the podcast, but I'm waving to the guy to bring He's the mic. He's waving over. to come on. I get in. on the exactly, mm-hmm. and I got on the mic, and I said, "God, God is good." Oh my god! And um, yeah, that's pretty mm-hmm. much. Then I started oh, talking nonstop again. Yeah, I kind of it was hard so for, for me the to say first that. time in thirteen. So after thirteen years of silence, yes, God was good, huh? Mm-hmm. Yes. You didn't have anything mm. else to add, though. Well, no, but let me tell you this: that room, that auditorium, was full of about four thousand atheists. And let me tell you, the next morning, there was about four thousand evangelical Christians in wow. my town. How did you and know that? What's that? How did you sort of? How did you know that for sure? I put you... out a poll. Um, Back then on MySpace, but and everybody said yes, you made me Christian. So wow, you made uh, them Christian, and that, yes. that drives you today. Well, to do it, yeah, it was driving me up until the until my accident. But yes, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to oh, find so that again. <laughs> wow. Okay, but yeah, so for during this years, time, yes, yes, you've kind of fallen backslid in maybe a little, a little bit. I'm trying to get my footing again, trying to kind of climb back up, but. Do you feel well, like it's got to be hard not to slide when your ankles mm, don't work anymore? I knew he'd say that. You know what? The the, doc, the physical therapist I've talked to said it's going to happen, and they're going. I'm, I'm going to be good again. So I don't want to. Mm. I mean, you know, and they're I'm telling be you that during eventually. FaceTime. They're they're not actually looking at right. it. Right? Yeah, have they seen? Have they the seen them? Has anyone seen? They've, I've taken their... pictures, kind of artistic pictures mm-hmm. of what they look like, and that maybe is you show much... us. You want me to show you? Yeah, sure. All right. Oh God! Oh. Oh God! I don't know. 
And that looks yeah. bad. Doesn't look good. <laughs> Are you sure that a doc a Eric. doctor saw that and said that some at some point all of that will be back together? A licensed I don't even see how it's physical perfect. therapist has looked from internationally has looked mm. at this and okay. said, I'm good to go. All right. I thought that the, I, I gotta be honest, when you pulled that phone up, I thought that that was a dog's behind after it had given birth recently. Oh, and mm. he's seen a lot of pictures of that. Opened by the up. Way. You've seen a lot of that? Well Yeah. Well, I had a, yeah, my, my, my mom has had, had a you lot of dogs in her me. day and those me. dogs have had a lot of babies. And wow. Nick has and been I've, the one to deliver them every time. And yeah. Yeah. I've been the one to deliver them every single time. What's up with can't that? I can't tell you how many ways. little, I can't tell you how many little those, and they are, they are slippery and very, very slippery mm. when they first come out. I'll bet. I mean, your leg and, looks slippery. Both of yeah, the ankles. That's what I'm saying. It looks slippery wet. and it looked. It looked almost like a, a something was poking out of it that looked yeah wet. And are you in pain right now? How are you? How are you sort of operating at this I, amount of pain? Well, I have a Costco membership, and basically I've been selling them out of ibuprofen and Tylenol for the last six months. But they're saying that's okay as long as five a day, six a day, no problem. Is Costco saying that's okay? That's what the woman at the checkout counter said at Costco. Yeah. That's and I didn't I go there, but I had a friend go and get, get it for me. That's what they said. I definitely think you should run it by your doctor. I don't think that's good for your esophagus. To I'm begging get that you to You know, we'll we'll see what happens. If this isn't good yeah. in two years, I'll do it. I'll go. Two years mm. of recovery. Wow. But yeah. So where did that name come from? The youth church shouted out. I guess from the you not talking and then talking exactly. again. Shouted and, out. Okay. Came from my shouted, shouted out. Speaking. Well, youth is basically because it's geared to younger. The younger crowd under yeah. eighteen, but we accept we were accepting anybody under the age of really forty. Mm, so you and umbrella. your youth group actually have forty year olds in there. We do. It's interesting. It's a fun group, and we still mm. do all the things kids like to do: laser tag, eating, um, pizza parties, n- pizza parties, not pizza, church lock ins. Do you guys ever ever do a lock in where you everybody stays the night together? We well, we did once until we used to, but not anymore. What happened? Mm. What happened? When I don't want to get into it too much, but okay. basically, let's just say, let's just say we can't do it anymore. There was basically mm. food poisoning, any everything you could imagine under the sun went wrong, and that's because I was mm. on vacation and my associate youth pastor was doing it. So if I were there. They would have been Nothing talking about would have that happened for years bad. to come. So you guys way. had a lot of food poison. I would see. I remember there being like a lot of silly string, a lot mm. of pranks, <laughs> yeah, a lot of pranks. Yes. So you would sit down on the on the toilet seat, and like a ketchup packet would be under there. It would, it would squirt you on got your legs. Your period. Yeah, you thought you got your period, but for you, wow. it was a lot more coming out of the front and the and out of the back. A lot more food poisoning. Yeah, Ooh. I guess if you want to put it that way, yes. And the goal of my youth kind of operation was not fun i know we did laser tag once Mm. but most of it was kind of just feeling guilty (laughs) making because guess what you think you want to go to heaven because it sounds fun no you want to go to heaven because you're afraid of going to hell and that's what i was really putting in these children nick says every morning while he's making his coffee are you afraid of going to hell you should be really everybody should be afraid are you wanting to go to heaven or are you afraid to go to hell yeah right Mm -hmm. And I found tell it way us, more effective. Tell us, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That could well, be a rock tell you song. This, and this is real. When I was eight years old, Meg, I think I've told you this before. When I was eight years old, I had no idea that Satan was a fallen angel. Okay. Really? That's what we you la- didn't know. Learned. I had no idea. I thought he was just kind of a monster that lived down below. 
and I had a dream where I knew in my head I'd gone to hell and I'm in pitch, pitch blackness and I see him. I can kind of make a man out in the corner of hell mm -hmm. and he's wearing a hood, but I can barely see him. He takes his hood off. He's glowing bright, just bright white, glowing so brightly. I couldn't even hear my eyes. You dreamed that when you didn't know he was a fallen angel. I did not know he was a fallen mm -hmm. angel and he had the glowing skin of an angel. I do remember now that you're saying it that you texted me that story on my birthday. I did. And One you didn't morning. text me back, but that's all right. That is what you know what? That's an important part of the story. Because everyone can fall. That's a fallen angel. It's not just a yes. monster. You know, these people yes. are just monsters. These people, these demons in hell. These are, right. uh, are angels that fallen. All of you can be fallen. So why don't you rise up, right? And that's kind of why we mm -hmm. had you on the podcast to mm -hmm. rise us up. Is that you know? sort of how you were feeling? Maybe like when you fell, you were feeling like maybe you were a fallen angel. Mm. And yes, maybe mm. sort of, yeah, like you were the fallen angel. And now it's time for you to get for Peter Gabriel to pull you up. When you put it in those words, yes, I was sort of a fallen. I am still sort of a fallen angel that's making his way back up to, I guess, heaven mm -hmm. or just the real world. Mm -hmm. I also wanted gotta, to gotta go through the real world to get to heaven. That's you know, right. as we're talking about these dreams, um, you did write a book called "My Dreaming Dreams." Yes, where you kind of talked about some of your more religious dreams. You're yes. a big dreamer. You're a big dreamer. You've had you've had a lot of dreams. I dream in a way that most people would find scary and alarming yeah. and sh really shocking. And uh, ever since I was growing up, yeah, I just thought I had these amazing dreams. And so I decided to put pen to And I wrote that one. Um, I must have been eight years old. I told you I was a writer. When I was eight years old, I wrote that. Wow. Not speaking a word. Wrote a book of it. Can you imagine something creepier than that? Is an eight-year-old child who's never spoken. Yeah. And, except for when he was young. I think that's awesome. I think right. that's amazing. silence and then that comes out. Yeah. Yes. What did your parents say? What was their first reaction? That well, my parents shocking. have been out of the picture since... Mm, <laughs> Pretty early on, so it was just me, me and my siblings, and we. Mm -hmm. um, Who was sort of in charge of you? Well, as my older brother. Wow, he mm -hmm. was raising you. Mm -hmm. And we actually lived. Now out is of he a more of a car. Saul or more of a Paul? What's that? Is he more of a is he more of a Saul or is he more of a Paul? Well, he is really. To be honest with you, he's not doing. He's more of a Paul that turned into a Saul. If you know wow, what I mean. If you're, wow. if you're biblical, he has really. Not he's not doing so well, but he used to be really good. Did you say you lived in a box wow. car together? You guys lived in That's a box right. car. Sorry for that. Yeah. Okay. We did. Me All and right. my siblings' parents out of the picture, basically orphans, and we'd mm. make our money pretty much solving mysteries around the town. Mm. Well, speaking of books, you wrote a book called "Yawn Out Loud," uh, and uh, before I talk to you about that, I have an expert excerpt ert out of it. I'm gonna. Is that okay if I read it? Yes, please, please okay. do. So this is Nick. I, sh I gave you this book to read. I don't know if you read it, but um, mm -mm. here here's an is from it. the 17th chapter. Here we go. I'm just going to pick something random. Um, here, this was from you. I saw a man today get hit by a bus. He was wailing his arms around. And in that moment, I knew God wanted me to see that, to see him scream and reach out for help. 45 minutes later, the ambulance was wheeling him away. And I tried to jump in the big ambulance truck to ride along. I was then removed from the red bus, considering I wasn't family, and all me and the man had was a wave. Me waving at him and his arm up in a sling. I pray for that man every day. That man was my best friend in those last moments that I was in that crime scene. I went home and I kissed my wife, never telling her the hell I saw that day. And even though I was the one driving the bus that hit that man, 
I know it wasn't my fault. Why would it be? So that was a lot to take in because, mm. you know, the mm. twist at the end, like you didn't, you didn't even say that you were the one to hit him. And all of a right. sudden, you know, we're watching you build this relationship mm. with this man. Right. And all of a sudden it's you, you know? Right. Why did you think that wasn't your fault? Just asking. Mm. Because guess what? They say distracted driving. What do they say? Something where you're not supposed to be distracted when you're driving. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah. I, was on as, I think with. it's as bad as drunk driving. Mm. Well, Just that's as bad what, as drunk driving, yeah. I'm not, I don't know about yeah. that, but guess who I was on the phone with? Cameron Diaz. Uh, two, well, I wish, but two words. Oh, God. Down, boy, down. Salvation Army. And I was about to bring him a check for $100. And I was trying to get the address and I'd messed it up. It was my Google Maps wasn't working. So I was on my way to donate more money than this organization had ever seen in its life. Wow. And that is when the man was hit by my car, by my bus, really. Mm-hmm. So you didn't look up where the Salvation Army was before you started driving, though? Well, yeah. I usually I like to get just going and put on my audiobooks and okay. find it eventually. But yeah, that's right. Um, I think that it was meant in a sense, meant to happen. Wow. Yeah. it's Life is more about the journey than it is the destination. Well, that's no, if you could exactly talk, you right. hit seven people with your car, Nick. You've hit yeah, seven Yeah, that's people. what I'm saying. Life is more about the journey than it is about the destination. And those people were a part of my journey, and I don't know what mm. their destination is, but yeah. we're both blessed for the, to, have, to have been a part of each other's journey. Me and that's that. That's gorgeous. That's I'm amazing. that happened for you, Nick. Yeah, geez, Louise. Thanks. I do know where one of the I do know the destination of one of them because it's actually her name is Doherty. She works in the office of our apartment complex, and I did hit her the other day when I was pulling into the apartment complex. You know, she was t- you know on her break that day she had put on her swimsuit and was swimming in the pool. I think that's, and that's really I was selfish. I was on the I, exactly, and I was on the phone with I was on the phone with Danielle who also works in the yeah. office of the apartment complex. I was talking to her. I was like, Doherty's not supposed to, she's not supposed, she's not to, supposed swim to swim in the, in the pool on her break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just as soon as I said it, like I had summoned her from above, she actually stepped out from between two cars and I hit her. Um, but she's already back to work, I think. I have well, seen her car work, there. People working in the apartment complex to be yeah. swimming no. in the pool. It's not for them. No. It's, it's not, not for, for them. them. It's I for us. It's not for all about that because that's just. Yeah, Let me know if you, yeah, you need to call someone else about yeah. that. I don't want her swimming around in there. Mm-mm. Exactly. So sometimes it's not always a bad thing when someone gets hit by a car. Ooh, and I think that's. It's not. I don't want to. I'm not going to agree, but I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> when I have a demon in my life, or maybe just a small gripe, something doesn't seem right until I confront them and they make nice. The world is full of snakes and whores. Get through the Confronting demons with confronting demons with Megan Stalter or or Meg Stalter. Sometimes I go by Meg. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>